Okay. So I know you haven't played it and probably never will. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Cyberpunk 2077. Okay. I almost thought you were about to say Cyberpunk 2020. I don't know why. That actually was the original name of the game. That's kind of nuts. Yeah. Um, back in when Cyberpunk was out. Um, we brought it up a little bit in uh, Boy Meets World Fever, which if you're listening to this, you can go listen to that too. I don't know. Um, our other podcast. Why not? Um, you? Are you scared you're going to love it? I know, right? But the the way that game really um, hits on the idea of humans being a commodity um, is probably the most brilliant thing about it. Like, it's fun to play, sure. Um, and that and that's great. It's, like, well-acted. That's great. But the, I think the real thing that does that kind of is constantly amazing me, and it does it pretty early, is show that, like, this is a world where people are, like... People are people are too cereal as cereal is to grocery stores, like in a really in a really kind of disturbing way. Like from the fact that like there are vending machines for guns. Like you can literally walk up to a vending machine. And they're, they're the crappiest guns in the game, uh-huh. but you That's can like, you can like walk up to a vending machine and like just pop out a gun at any time. Um, to like like people being downloaded people being downloaded with like AI that makes them like you take a personality test and it's like, this is your perfect person who's going to say all the right things to you. Um, Mm -hmm. And like there, that AI is just going to use their body for a little while to give you like a fantasy or like the therapy session you need. Sounds swell. Um, But like this idea of humans being like, just another resource um and like then pointing out the absurdity of that when like everyone like the big corporations like treat human life as if it's like a car that doesn't that you don't want to get dinged up but then like will move heaven and earth for the people that they love <laughs> uh-huh. it's just a really interesting like i don't know it's really i think it's culturally relevant yeah i was about to say i thought this was fiction <laughs> That sounds kind of uh, true to life. Yeah. Um, In a lot of ways, I guess it is. But it's, like, really relevant today, but also, like, presents it in such an absurd fashion. I think it's, like, it's making a really interesting, like, artistic point. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've never played it, so I don't know what to say. But. But you you understand the concept. Yeah, I mean, I do. I understand the concept. Yeah. Anyway. I just, it was really interesting. It is. Um, you, it, it feels a little toku-y, especially because like probably my preferred way to fight in the game is with my fists. Um, really early on, they give you like a whole bunch of boxing quests, like go box these guys, and every like person you box has like a specific twist. Um, like maybe this one has a robot arm, or this one, this one guy is actually two people, or. Um, like one guy really needs to win the boxing match um, because his wife's going to leave him and take the car if he doesn't. Rude of her. Um, well, it seems like he's been pretty neglectful. Rude of him. <laughs> I think one of my uh, favorite twists in all of uh, Friends at the Table that I listen to mm-hmm. is in one season, one of the characters you find out like a little bit of the way through the first episode is actually twins. 
And it's Ooh. like the main guys, the one, the one kid, one player is playing both twins. It's so like they share the same stats, but it's like they both act a little bit differently. But they're in like a situation where it's like cornered, and then the other twin shows up. I don't know about. But what if it's twins? Is just always a nice little twist. Well, in this one, they invert that twist. Um, it's a boxing challenge, and you learn that they were twins, but then they downloaded like their personalities onto a chip, mixed them together, and put both chips in both bodies. So they are one, like they both have the same mixture of both personalities. So they're like one person. Mm-hmm. But twins. But they're one person, but they're two people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Yeah, it's weird. Like- and the, the game comments constantly on how weird it is and how they're crazy. <laughs> Do you know all this weird stuff that's going on? That's nothing. This, though, this is weird. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Anyway, people has come out of these. Maybe Atropo has a point. Maybe so. That's Atropo for you. As one tear rolls down my cheek. <laughs> that was beautiful. Thanks. I've got emotional range. Mm-hmm. You really do. And you sell it. Um, this is Henshin Fever. I'm one of your hosts, Chance. And I'm your other host, Cameron. And we kind of forgot how to do this one. Yeah, uh, we took a Christmas break. Um, took a Christmas break. And we don't we don't run a podcast anymore. We've made the stroke a million times. Uh-huh. Not on this one. <laughs> on the other one, where we've taken big breaks too. Yeah. Um, so we're back though. Yeah. Uh, with not one, not two. We're covering three today, maybe. Three episodes. Three. We were planning to cover two, and then I watched the second one, and I was like, Chance, I don't know if this is going to work. <laughs> we can't end there. And then he texted me. He's like, no, we can't end there. But I read it as, no, we can end there. <laughs> I was like, hold, hold on. <laughs> You're right, I guess. Whatever you say. You watched the third episode, right? Not before you said. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did watch it. I watched it. I'm yeah. ready. Um, so good news. The show has become much more um, overarching, which was what we were kind of hoping it would. Uh-huh. Um, it really feels like, unlike the first, I guess if you consider the first arc, like collect the Kemi's arc, where uh-huh. we get to know the characters, we kind of get to see some fun combinations of the chemis. Um, it feels like a cohesive story, even though it didn't at the time. But we are fully in, like, arc territory now. Yes. What arc? Would this be considered, like, the dread arc? Maybe, um, maybe like, the the ex-chemi arc or something. Uh-huh. Like, we did the regular chemi arc, and now we're on the ex-chemi arc. Yeah. Um, so the show's gotten a lot more serialized, and bigger things are happening. Mm-hmm. Apparently there's a lot of ex-chemis. <laughs> And that one dude has them all. Dude or woman? That one person, wizard thing. Yeah, that was weird. That was at the end of the third episode, so we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. But not really the end of the third episode, because then, after they have that big reveal at the end of the third episode, we have Christmas party. (laughs) 
Yes, we have a delightful Christmas party. <laughs> um, of all the weird things that have been on this show, the Christmas party is the weirdest thing. <laughs> yes. I can suspend my disbelief. Uh, I can suspend my disbelief for people getting armor out of cards. But how are five adults getting together on a weekday? Uh-huh. And what is Kajiki wearing? <laughs> yeah, what is Kajiki wearing? Good. Doesn't even bat an eye. Nobody bats an eye. The two regulars to the restaurant are like, yeah, this is normal. Yeah. I think we'll be doing fairly broad strokes for this recap. Which um, I feel like is fair because I feel like the episodes are fairly broad strokes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how much like scene by scene recaps are, are worth it. Um, just because we have become such a overarching show that it's more about the ideas. Uh-huh. In the episodes, and there's a lot um, of fun ideas going on here. Um, there is, yeah, yeah. Um, Before we get to that, have you partaken in any other common rider in the intervening month or so? I am certain I have. Um, I'm trying to think. Have you? Yeah, I only watched like a little bit more of Geats, like maybe an episode, um, but not enough to like comment too much on. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I have. Not for lack of want, just busy. I've just been I've just been busy and my my uh time has been taken up by Marvel Midnight Sun and my like extra time. It's been taken up by Marvel Midnight Sun and Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. How's Midnight Sun? It's good. It's very good. Um I think I've let myself stew a little too long doing like side content. Mm-hmm. Um I'm very unmotivated to go finish it, which is sad because I think the story was actually quite good. Yeah. I've been uh, enjoying Near Automata, which I've never played very much of before, but I think I'm getting close to the end of like the first playthrough, um, which is really good. It's been enjoyable. Really? You're not much of a character action type. No, but I think it makes some concessions. Um, I'm not playing on easy, which I feel like makes a lot of concessions. Where it'll just like auto-attack for you if you wanted to. Um, I'm just playing on normal. But I feel like it's not too difficult. Like it's a little bit more open world-y than like, um, you know, like a Devil May Cry or something. Like there are combos and things that you do, but it's not just like super amped up. Okay. See, that's not what I had heard about it. I had heard that, especially as you get towards the end of the game, the it gets very, like, st- string combo juggling. Maybe it will. I don't know. I've never played. I've, I've never played, but... Yeah, but it hasn't been too much. I guess so. That's just what I had heard, is it becomes very... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's a weird mixture, like, as a game. It's like a weird mixture of a bit of character action and a bit, like, side-scrolling beat-em-up. And a bit like rail shooter, like all kind of mixed together mm-hmm. um, in a way that's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that game. Apparently, the first playthrough is like, okay, this is fine. And then it gets wild. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the second playthrough is similar to the first. Yes. But then the third playthrough is like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's one of those ones I mean to get to. I, I own it. I just have not gotten to it. Someday. It was Steam sales. Who knows when I'll ever get to any other games. No, there's no other games because there's every other game. But um, we can, we can you, get to Common Rider Gotchard. How did you feel being back in Common? It was good. It was good to be back. Mm-hmm. I 
I enjoyed myself. Yeah, I definitely thought to myself, man, I'm glad I watched this show. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a nice feeling when you're investing so much time in it. Yeah, because we're not just watching it, but we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. We're watching multiple shows. Yeah, you love yeah. probably your favorite movie of last year was Shin Kamen Rider. Yeah, it was definitely up there. I feel very invested, and I feel like this is it's beginning to pay off in this series. Yeah, no, I do too. I think these three episodes, along with the two Dread episodes. Um, they're just very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I love what's going on with the dread buckle and how the the sisters are using it now. Uh-huh. Um, dread is still the coolest sh- suit um, that the show has. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm very much enjoying myself. Yes, What's I feel like we are on the cusp. I mean, I'm saying this because we've seen pictures, but we're on the cusp of another writer. Yes, I really thought it was going to happen in one of the. I episodes. really did too. I was like, oh, it's coming. Um, it didn't. It did not. There's no there's no new common writers in this in this string. Um but yeah, so um it's a very long time to go without a without a second like hero common writer too. You know, that that brings up a point I wanted to make. Um I know a lot of people give like zero one and saber and um uh revise like a pretty hard time for the number of common writers. Uh-huh. Um, and like there's a bunch. Yeah, there's just like a bunch. Geats has a bunch. Well, Geats has kind of an out because, like, that's kind of because the of what it's doing, huh? Because of what it's doing. Yeah, because of what it's doing, it's like a a thing. Um, and I know, like, earlier seasons normally had one common writer and a secondary, and maybe a third. But most of the time, just like two main writers. Um, and that was a lot of seasons. And now that I've watched this and I've watched Fies and I've watched Blade, I like it when new common writers show up. I'm sorry, I do. I like it. Keeps it, it. Keeps it fun. It keeps it fresh. Um, What's not to love? More of the thing that we enjoy and are here for. Yeah, people are like, oh, common writer isn't even special. Anyone can be one. I'm like, maybe, but like, like even like, when you think about um, uh, Zero One, which is commonly like everyone gets to be a common rider, there's like there's one main common rider, two police common riders, um, four bad guy common riders, and then a fifth bad guy common rider. Like it's not, it's not that many. No, it's not. Like it, it's still it's not the whole population. <laughs> I mean, your standard Power Rangers is what like six. Mm-hmm. Five and then plus one. Five plus one, yeah. So, I don't know. It's just not a problem I have. And I'm excited to get into some new common Riders. I think it'll really uh, freshen up the show. Yeah, and it'll be, it'll be fun. So. Um, but we start... Mm-hmm. We start episode 13. Um, where Sabimaru is common Rider Dread. Mm-hmm. He's been captured by the, uh, the Abyssal Sisters... Um, but they they reveal that his like body is sort of giving out. Yeah, they say it at least. It's never they say like, it, it's never been like, oh, I, my power is weakening. But they're just like they just say it. Don't spray it. Yeah, and um, Ichinose is having dreams of killing Sabimaru. Uh huh. Like he's dreaming. Like it, there's a moment where Dread is about to kill Kajiki, and so he stops him, but then kills Sabimaru mm-hmm. uh, in the meantime. 
Yeah, I guess he's also really nervous because he doesn't know how to use the Excalibur. Uh huh. We're just gonna call it the Excalibur because Ex Gotchardaliber or Gotchalibur is just a mouthful. I can't even say it right. I had no interest in calling it that. Excalibur, the tiny sword. Yes, the tiny sword. It's a step above a cocktail sword, man. It's so small. <laughs> to be fair, he doesn't really use it that much. No, and he he powers it up, and it has some extra effects, which makes a difference. Yeah, um, but yeah, it is it is oddly small. I mean, it's not oddly small because we learn it's a cover for his belt buckle. Uh huh. There's a reason <laughs> it's small, so it can fold up. Um, but yeah, so he like he's having dreams, and he's really um. For the first like half of this episode, he's really down in the dumps. He's just kind of kicking around like I can't fight him. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have the ability to. And he's my um, buddy. Yeah, he's he's his friend. He doesn't want to kill him. Um, and then s- s- finally, his mom gives him some advice. Um, and his mom annoys me maybe in these three episodes more than any other character because she keeps <laughs> picking up the picture of the family and talking to the dad, and it's like the hell is going on what is who who's the dad where's papa i don't feel like there's a way we can know who the dad is we can't they can't exist in the show there's nothing that they could do and be like this is the dad or i'm gonna be like is it like inspector Brushman? yeah that that would be a surprise but it can't be anyone well yeah and it just can't be anyone we've met because it seems like it's his dad it's it's Isaac the AI. It's, it's Isaac the AI. Yep. Yeah. I mean, if it's Makoto, which I feel like is like the popular theory, well, that just sucks. Like, why aren't you just with your family? Yeah. Um, maybe he and Rin are are, are brother and sister. That yeah, could be. Like I could see that. Um, I don't know. But why does this dude have a secret family? He's already got one strike against him from stealing the Kimmies. Why does he have a secret family also? Yeah, that's true. He would have to have a secret family. Um, seems a bit heavy for a kid's show. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they're constantly covering this man up. Like, Even when she like picks it up and then the camera cuts and it's just glossy right there. Yeah, yeah. There's like a glare. It's like, dang it. <laughs> well, and the thing is, like, what could it reveal? Like, none of the none of the people that we know that are the three men that we know that are, like, capable, and I'm only counting ring brush man because you just mentioned him <laughs> um yeah none of those would be very satisfying i guess if it's ring brush man it could be satisfying i don't know because he's he's no he knows something yeah um but yes and then we also see makoto is meeting with the, the uh alchemy the heads of the alchemy whatever oh yeah yeah i forgot about that part yeah so we're we get a little bit more organization building uh-huh and Spanner just doesn't get why they're doing all this. Yeah. He's just like, I'll just take him out because I'm yeah. Spanner. Because I can do that. Um, Side note. No, he can't. <laughs> yeah. Actually, he famously cannot. I feel like you got your butt kicked both times, Spanner. Uh, and the third time in another episode that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he gets the idea. Um and then, uh, uh, what's his name? The long-haired occult friend? Oh, Kajiki? Kajiki, thank you. Kajiki comes and is like, there's UFOs! And he's like, there are UFOs! Like, we actually did it. Sabimaru's wish to meet the UFO-X. 
<laughs> worked in the UFOs out there. Yeah, and the UFO gave him the, the Excalibur. Uh-huh. Um, and then, so they run off to the school, but who should be there but the Abyssal Sisters? Uh-huh. They just suck up that English teacher in a tornado. Yes. <laughs> yes. English teacher we've never seen before. It's always weird when I hear English in um, Common Rider, just because like I don't realize at the time that it's English until a little bit later. Uh-huh. Like, oh, wait. He's a man of English. <laughs> These are pretty blatant, though. Well, but even then, like, because I'm, I'm reading the subtitles the whole time. So I'm just like, I just kept going. I didn't even think about it. And then later on, I was like, oh, wait, he said that in English. Yeah, it's especially funny in Gates with um, Neo's or Nago, um, her two bodyguards, <laughs> who are clearly just American. Yeah. And they speak Japanese with an American accent. And then sometimes they'll speak English. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's just like you're not convincing anyone. I don't know what they're trying to convince anyone of, but um, they say if you talk about just about anything that was invented after the 1950s in Japan, you just use the English word for it. So, well, I mean, I feel like that's true of a lot of things because we just have a word for it. Like the word was created, like the word laser. Mm-hmm. Like it's just the same because it's an acronym for something. Yeah. One guy was saying that he needed to get his car worked on in Japan, and he just was like, "I don't know the the alignment." Like, "Oh, the alignment!" <laughs> He's like, oh, "Okay, that's just the word for it." <laughs> hey, I guess that works. So I thought that was pretty funny. But anyway, um, yeah. So he they they show up. They force. Um, Kajiki to Henshin in the saddest one tier Henshin. Uh-huh. But then Valverad shows up. Yeah. To uh, put it into it. Minoto or Makoto, whatever, the teacher, he makes a cool staff. He does, out of an umbrella and a fence. Uh huh. I'm just like, this is cool. Why yeah. can't you just have a weapon all the time? Like a cool weapon that you make out of whatever. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird, like, half moon staff thing. Uh-huh. It's weird, but it's cool. Yeah, I'd, I'd rock one. Uh, it reminded me, for Toku fans out there, it reminded me of the staff that the Black in Space Ranger has. It's been a long time since I watched Power Rangers in Space. It's called his Lunar Lance. That's a good name, because it has the sort of moon. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're like, we got to give one last hope to, uh, the, one last hope to save Sabimaru. Mm-hmm. And so they go, and Kajiki goes with them, and they're like, they're, "We're going to summon the UFO X." Yeah, yeah, it's they're going to. It gave him the power; it can teach him how to use it. Is basically their idea. Uh huh. Oh, yep, yep. There's a lunar lance. That is what it looks like. So, um, I hear you, Toku community. <laughs> we know you all listen. No, they're all saying that's not what it was called in Mega Ranger. That's what they're all saying. Because they're more legit than us and know the names in Mega Ranger. I mean, obviously more legit than me. Because I don't even know what that is. Mega Ranger is the Sentai that Power Rangers in Space is based on. Oh, I see. Come on, Cameron. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, But they go up to the roof and they're summoning UFO X. Um, It's very funny when Kajiki tries to get involved. He's doing his chanting. Which are... Are UFOs considered a cult? I don't know, man. In Japan? <laughs> He's like, all my occult magazines talk about how to summon UFOs. 
Yeah, Santa's an alien. We can maybe summon him. I don't know. Got yeah. nothing. I'm very confused on what exactly classifies as a cult. Yes. <laughs> but they're trying to summon it, and then who should appear but Dread? Yeah, Dread. Uh, Dread jumps up on the roof and Valrod fights him off a little bit more. Uh, Kajiki gets freaked out, knocks himself out on the wall. Mm-hmm. Poor guy. Yes. Poor guy with so much brain damage. <laughs> he was doing so well. He's like, I'm part of it. I'm doing the thing. I was a big hero a couple episodes ago, but I can't remember it. Um, but now's my moment. And then he knocks himself out on the wall. It's a good thing we call it the Lunar Lance. It's called the Mega Rod. Yeah, Lunar Lance is better. <laughs> Check out my Mega Rod. Or the English I Englishized version of the Japanese, Mega Rado. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, Sentai fans. Lunar Lance is a better name. It really is. Sorry. Not sorry, actually. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, they're they're fighting and then they finally get the, the UFO to show up. It beams Ichinose off. They have a heart to heart in the Ouroboros realm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They did take him to the Ouroboros realm. I forgot about that. That because doesn't go anywhere. No, it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> and then they come back. Yep. And then he teaches he teaches them how to transform the sword into a cover for for the driver for the driver, and that's where he puts the X cards. It's sort of like do you remember with the Sega Genesis and there was the 3DX. Mm-hmm. Where you could plug it in the top and then plug your game in that to like yeah. upres the graphics or whatever. It's kind of like that. Yeah, and yeah. it's just about as bulky. Yeah, it's pretty bulky. It doesn't look too bad on the zoomed out belt. No, and especially when he's like got so many other things going on. Mm-hmm. It's just like you know part of it. Yeah, I mean the Gotrek driver is already a brick. <laughs> yes, it's a tackle box. Um, man, but the dread driver, I love the dread driver. Dread driver is very cool. Sorry. I'm just, I'm all about the dread. Um, but yeah, so he then gets the goofiest. (laughs) It's definitely very silly. His UFO X suit. Everything he, so when he has the X cards, he's super gotchard. And then the name of the Kenny. So in this case, he's super gotchard UFO X. Yeah, he is. And the suit, it's just a UFO over his uh, his normal Gotchard suit with, like, bucklers. Uh-huh. UFOs, and it is just ridiculous. And everything about it is ridiculous in kind of a very fun way. Like, he fights by spinning like a UFO spins, I guess. Because, I mean, we don't really know. <laughs> yeah. If they were identified, they would just be FOs. Um, his, his legitimately his rider kick is like sticking out his leg and then spinning the UFO. It's like a Ryu in Street Fighter. Yeah. It's like that. Except <laughs> then it like creates orbit rings and he goes around and he's just kicking him like in a circle. It's, it's very silly. Very fun. It's very silly. Very fun. Not like, I would say the next one is like silly fun in a cool way. This uh-huh. is like silly fun in a, oh my gosh. What are we watching? I hope my wife doesn't walk in on me watching this right now. I I really wouldn't care, but it is just, it's something. It is something. It's something. And we um, love it for it. Yeah. And uh, he so he uses the sword to like tractor beam um, uh, uh, Sabimaru out of the dread armor. Uh-huh. And, and then, then the armor is just kind of like, 
doing its thing a little bit. Yeah, like zombie walks and he like does a really complicated rider kick where he like uses one UFO to transport him closer and then that UFO takes him up in the air and with the other UFO up in the air, he flies up and then he does the like weird spinny kick. Yeah, we got three we got three. So, <laughs> I guess you gotta use all three. You gotta use all three. I'm just not sure why we had to do the initial like transporting five feet, but <laughs> gotta go somewhere. Boom, boom, whap, boom. Just like but, that. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous in a very fun way. I smiled through the whole thing, but it was very enjoyable. But so they defeat Dread, they save Sabimaru. Mm-hmm. The Abyssal sisters are like, we have enough data, which is always a good line, you yeah. know, when you lose. It's like, I watched Gargoyles. This was all the Xanatos gambit. Uh-huh. We knew what we were doing. <laughs> it was never to defeat you, but just to learn enough to defeat you next time. Yes. Learn enough to fight you and learn more next time. Um, and they leave. Everyone's happy to have Tabimaru back. Uh, even, um, I, can't, I can't, Kajiki uh-huh. Uh, wakes up and is like, I don't know what's happening, but everyone's so emotional. Yes, I'm sort of a part of it for once. <laughs> and uh, I know I wasn't a part of it. What? Not that he knows he wasn't a part of it before. <laughs> it's true. Um, and then uh, that's the end, right? Pretty much. Yeah, there's no big reveal. Um, but then the next episode, we'll just jump right in. Yeah. Episode... 14. Um, the next episode, really, I think the first like scene of note is uh, Spanner figures out where the Abyssal Sisters are. Yeah, it's like he has a call from someone. Yeah. It's like, we need the Dread Driver and the card copies that they made. Yeah, and uh, don't forget to keep keeping an eye on Rin. So it's not like Crush. He's like been specifically ordered. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like, you need to be keeping an eye on her. Yeah. Um, oh, and Rin is having nightmares about how she destroyed the world, or whatever. Yeah, Rin's emotional arc throughout this whole thing is basically what Atropos said to her about everything being her fault. Yeah, it's all your fault. Mm-hmm. Um, which culminates in a very satisfying thing next episode, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, um, man, then the next thing I think that's of note is a man gets eaten by a Kemi T-Rex. Uh-huh. You know, like you do. Like you do. I, there's not... I need this to be understood. I really liked these two episodes. I don't know what really to say about much. No, there's not really a lot to. There's not really a lot to. <laughs> no. It's it, it's very enjoyable. Um, mm-hmm. I have a few things that I want to say. But, yeah. A man uh, gets eaten by a Tyrannosaurus and then... Drops a picture. Yeah, we don't see the picture. No, we don't see the picture. It has nothing to do with the Genose and the picture that we don't see over there. No. Different picture. Yeah, I was like, is this his dad being eaten by a T-Rex? Yeah, I thought it was going to be. I I mean, I I guess it's still possible. (laughs) I I was thinking, though, that, oh, this is, is, like, going to be the same picture. But no. It wasn't. It was not. Um... It was, uh, and then we go, and Ichinose is decorating for Christmas. Yeah, he's very excited. Hopper's singing along with him mm-hmm. as they're uh, decorating. Um, and then who should come in? But Rin. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Sorry, you're closed today." And they say they're doing it. They do a uh, Christmas party for their regulars. 
Mm-hmm. Which is apparently two people. <laughs> apparently. Uh, you know, but every week before Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. So they want to be with their families during yeah. that time. So they're they're doing a Christmas shindig. Um and like the mom can tell the Rin wants to talk to Ijinose about something, but she doesn't know how, so she sends them on an errand to cor- correct collect branches to make a wreath. So where do they go but the forest of all um, deciduous trees? <laughs> yeah. Not a yeah. first one to be seen. Um and just so happens to be where the guy got eaten. That's weird. <laughs> um, Small world. It is. Um, and I was very happy that Rin just came right out and told Ichinose everything. Uh-huh. Everything about Atropo. Like, it wasn't a big secret. There wasn't like, oh, I don't trust any. She's just like, hey, you're my friend. I don't want to tell you this. And then she's just like, yeah, let me support you in that. Uh-huh. Like, that's not true. It's not yeah. your fault. Um, Somebody's got to tell you. It's just very nice to see. Um, but then they run into a girl um, who's looking for her, uh, well, looking to take a picture of a dinosaur uh-huh. for her father. She is extremely smiley. Yes, she's extremely smiley. And I can't place her age. I don't know if she's older than them. I don't know if she's younger than them. I don't know if they're the same age. Seems younger. I Maybe. think younger. Sure. She didn't like use any, like, because a lot of times I can tell in Japanese stuff if she says senpai to the others or something. Or uh-huh. like, I think they make them. it clear. But they did not. She doesn't. She's not about honorific, Sunny. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So they they hear the the dinosaur. They go off. Uh. I, what happens? Like. Um. And then Ichinose gets eaten by the dinosaur. Yeah. Like that's that's what happens. He transforms to fight the dinosaur, and he gets eaten. Um. And uh, around the same time, it may not be exactly at this time, but. A spanner gets to the Abyssal Sisters' place. It just waltzes right in. Just waltzes right in because someone told him where it was. And uh, um, the one that's name starts with an L. The Chesis. The Chesis. Yeah, she just uh, kicks his butt. Yeah, she transforms into Dread. Um, which I, I, I like it when drivers get used by multiple people. Um, and the Dread driver is so cool. But yeah, I like she kicks his butt good. Uh, yeah, blasted through the wall and then like exploded. Um, and yeah, her last thing is like it says like blood drive, and, and she sends a whole bunch of flower petals at him, and they all explode. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, it yeah, it's a good fight, and Lachis is dominating. Um, Valverad, I don't know, it's very satisfying after. Yeah, there's still very much a thing between the two of them of mm-hmm. like a rivalry. Or something. Um, so they go and they're, you know, they're they're they got to change bases anyway, so they might as well kill Ichinose. Yeah, you know, just as a treat. Yeah, like you do. So they go and they confront um, Bryn and the girl that they're with. Um, the girl realizes that her dad was eaten by the dinosaur, like um, like Ichinose was. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can find about dinosaurs. What? He writes about dinosaurs. Oh, yes, yes. He writes about dinosaurs, um, but the company doesn't want him to anymore. Yeah, moving in a different direction. And um, Minato told them earlier that this this dinosaur eats people. And everyone's like, oh, no, we have to stop it. That's so terrible. And 
they wanted it to be a bigger moment than it was, I feel like. But Itchy Nose is like, why does he appear? <laughs> but why, though? Yeah, but uh, it's an important question for this. It is, actually. Ichi Nose is going to Ichi Nose his way in. Yep. And Ichi Nose is out the problem. So we, we go into the red void that apparently is the dinosaur's stomach? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's just sort of a red liminal space. Yeah, and um, it turns out that the dinosaur is like reading minds trying to get to know him. So this guy, yeah. he compromised when someone threatened his job. He feels like he let his daughter down. Uh-huh. But then he reads it to no say his mind. And we see one that he's a nice person. Yeah, two, we see times he's he knew Hopper one as a child. Yes. Yes. That's Twist. The, I feel like that's one of two big reveals is that um Ichinose did not meet Hopper One when we thought he did. Uh-huh. Which makes it more make more sense when he's like, go find them. And that Hopper One would find Ichinose. Yeah. We yeah. got the beginning because there was already a connection there. Whether they whether Hopper One is cognizant of it or not. Yeah. Hop, well, yeah, Hopper One already knows that Ichinose is good at befriending Kevies. Mm-hmm. So he's not gonna abuse the power of Kevies. Oh, um, it's all starting to connect. Yeah, it's all it's all coming together. It's all coming up aces. Yes, and so but then the T Rex is like or X-Rex, excuse me. Yes, the X-Rex. He's like, okay, you're cool. You passed the vibe test. Yeah. The vibe uh, check. So he, he, they use UFO-1 to transport out, and then he transforms into Super Gotchard X-Rex. Yes, and that's the end of the episode. It is, but I we need to talk about this suit. We do. Because it is... It is just ridiculous. It's exactly what I want out of a super-powered T-Rex suit. It is. It is the most ridiculous, but I love it. Like, this is like that. That's so stupid that it's awesome. Uh-huh. His transformation sequence has him kicking into the armor. He like, he, like, kicks some and gets greaves. Kicks some, gets his other greaves. Kicks some and, like, gets the chest piece. Uh-huh. And he's got, like, the top teeth and the bottom teeth. Yes. Like at one point he gets punched in the stomach and it just bites. <laughs> yes. So yeah. At the end of his transformation sequence, he has like greaves that come up to like kind of kind of your bikini line level, and they have teeth. So they're right under the driver. And then he's got like a top section that kind of crop top ends, but then has teeth. And during his transformation sequence, he like leans back and that makes the mouth open. That the mouth where he, the driver or his crotch is the mouth, and it roars. Mm-hmm. It certainly roars. So he is basically a T Rex, an armored T Rex head, where his torso is the top jaw, his legs are the bottom jaw, and his crotch is the mouth. His crotch is the mouth. It's just it's so ridiculous. Um, but I loved it. Uh-huh. And yes, uh, later in the next episode, someone will punch him, and he will bite down <laughs> with <laughs> with the T Rex and grab their hand. And this is why you watch Common Rider, people. This is what it's for. This is why we do what we do. <laughs> it's it's so ridiculous, but also like it's given the gravity of like awesomeness. Uh huh. It really is awesome. 
Um, so yeah, I I loved it. I loved every minute. I was having a ball with this ridiculous. The chest piece is so large, and there are so many spikes on his helmet. So true, but it, it seems a lot less clunky and cumbersome than UFOX. Well, yes, yes, it does. Um, and I think I could be wrong, but I think this is kind of his new base suit. Uh huh. I think like this is the one that he's going to be using like most commonly in most these like riderly. Yeah, while he's in this kind of like mid mid his middle evolution using Pokemon language. Uh-huh. He's in the middle of his middle evolution. He's hit level sixteen. He's a his awkward war turtle stage. Yeah, and I think this is the suit that's going to kind of be his main his main go to. Um, is going to be this X Rex suit. It just has the vibe of like a like a hero rider. Uh-huh. So could be wrong, but might not be. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Clotho transforms into Dread. Uh-huh. We didn't say that. So now her and Lachesis have both used it. Yeah, and so but she's just going at it with Ichinose. They're just fighting. Yeah. At the beginning of the next episode, yeah. Yeah. We're we're into the next one. We're on episode fifteen. Okay, episode fifteen. So they're fighting. Mm-hmm. That's most of the episode is them fighting. Yeah, most of the episode well, it all takes place in this fight. Like the whole episode, except for the very end. Uh-huh. Um but Ichinose finishes her off the first time with like a a cool T-Rex mouth rider kick. Uh-huh. Um, he also has a tail coming out the back of his head. Oh, yes, yes. He does whip around with. He does. He has, a, he has a T-Rex tail that's like a back piece. That starts, that time he's got a back piece. Yeah, it really is. Um, and so he takes her out real fast, but then um, Atropo and Lachesis start attacking everyone else. And that distracts him enough for Clotho to get the upper hand in their fight uh-huh. and destroy the Rex X armor. Yeah, it knocks him out of Rex X form. Um, and now he's just fighting. Well, like what happens there. is he transforms into Hopper One to jump to the rescue, and that's when she snares him. Yeah, yeah, she snares him because they're attacking. Um, Clotho uses she uses three chemis, one to like turn bodily into a chemi. One to like get a gun arm and one to get like a shield. Uh-huh. Triple transmutation. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she takes out Minato with pretty much no effort. Uh-huh. Um, and Atropo takes control of Rin, mm-hmm. uh, Rin's body, and is like doing all the things she's been saying, like, why didn't you listen? Why you knew this was all your fault? Blah 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 blah. Um and Valverad shows up, but he's too hurt from his earlier fight with Lachesis to do any anything really. Um, yeah. Oh, you looked like you were going to say something. Oh, no. He just was. He got exploded pretty good. Um, yeah, it's... They do this thing where, like, Atropo's going to show um, Rin that she should have listened. So she orders Lachesis to go kill the dad... And daughter that they're protecting, uh-huh. um, which takes a real long time for them to even get an attack off. But um, you know, it's it's the tension. It's, it's the, the tension. tension. But things seem rather dire. Like Ichinose is very much so losing. Um, he doesn't have access to the sword anymore, so he can't transform into a super form. Um, and like everything seems 
like bleak. And I was certain. I was certain that Rin this was, was when Rin was going to transform. I was just maybe it's because of the leaks, but it just like everything looks as bleak as it can. And then Rin stands up and she tells off Atropos. She's like, know. "You just don't. You just wanted me to be your friend." Because you're lonely and sad and pathetic. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever, loser. <laughs> yeah, and um, this really gets under Atropos' skin. I pity you. You'll <laughs> never know love or friendship. <laughs> That's yes. Harry Potter for everyone. Oh, thank you. Another magic school. Uh-huh. That makes just about as much sense as this magic school. <laughs> that makes just about as much sense as this magic school. It's true. Um, yeah, so she... Um, yeah, anyway, sorry. Um, she tells him, and that makes her angry, and she ends up releasing Rin, and then Rin is able to um, distract Lachesis long enough to get so that she doesn't hurt the the dad and daughter, and she's able to give uh, Ichinose the sword so he can turn back into X-Rex. Mm-hmm. It's all and wonderful. It, and then he beats the daughter have a moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. He he like does this like finisher move where he like get use a uses a backhanded grip on the sword and like thrusts it down, but then like a I guess T Rex claw also comes out. I certainly hope so. Claws at him. I mean, if I had an impossibly short sword that turns into a belt buckle, not even just a belt, like a belt buckle, that's not very big. No, um, I would hope that some energy blast of some sort would come out of it. Yes, exactly. Um, and that finishes off Clotho. Um, oh, I guess he takes her out. He uses UFOX to take her out of the armor first, and then he destroys it with that. Uh-huh. But this was, I mean, she does the amp up with Ant Trooper. Oh, yeah. She's, oh. like, feeding it over and over, and they're like, even you, Clotho, can't survive. Yeah, she's, like, trying to do the cloning thing that Ichinose did, but, like, way above. Um, but, yeah, Ichinose, like, destroys all the clones with one swing, pulls her out of the armor, and then uses that claw move to... Uh-huh. And Valverad is just like, whoa. Yeah, Valverad realizes now that with this power, Ichinose has got it majorly unmatched. Um, and uh, and yeah, the Abyssal Sisters are defeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ichinose gets the three cards that Lachesis was using. Yeah, some sort of plant, something or other. My favorite part of Lachesis' suit is there were the regular arms, like the gun arm and the shield arm that she was using, but then she also just had these other two arms that are just in a pose like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. All like the other ones like, tucked up, just some extra arms, but they're like in this very dramatic pose. Yeah, they mostly, because all of the, the Malgums have crossed arms, but uh-huh. those were kind of weirdly like tucked in. Uh-huh. One was and one was kind of out. Yeah. Which I enjoyed. Um, but they do that. Everyone's rescued. Mm-hmm. Everyone's safe. Now it's time to party. Yeah. Yeah. So they have a Christmas party. Um, but well, before they do that is when we see the inspector brushing his know. ring behind the tree. And then the wizard. Yeah. There's like a weird like jester wizard. It's kind of got common Rider eyes. I don't know if it was a common Rider. Um, but it's like, a, it's like a jester wizard. And... She's got like six X cards. Uh-huh. I, I, I think they're about to get interesting. Yeah. Um, so we I mean we we literally have no idea what that's all about. 
I mean, if the same people that are running the alchemy school are also controlling the Abyssal Sisters, that just makes perfect sense. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, the head alchemy people said you have till the end of the year to get all the X cards. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if that means fiscal year. Yeah, I don't know. Or school or, year. Or, or what? The school year. You know, I don't know what year system Japan uses, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. Because there's like the new year. Yeah, I don't know if they use Chinese New Year, if they have their My own. My only year. understanding of the calendar system is from Persona. And January one was an important date. That's true. It is But I don't know if I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I don't know. Um but yeah, they 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 tease that and then they have a party, um, which just seems like they're having dinner, and then suddenly it switches to a karaoke thing. Uh-huh. Kajiki's wearing a silvery get up. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah. There's no real way to describe it. And um, there are, Ringi and Sabimaru are Santa Clauses. Yes, they're Santa Claus backup dancers. And uh, he takes out his Hopper One card, and he's like, "Hopper, were we were we friends before?" Um, and but before Hopper One can really answer, they're like, "You have to go sing now, what you know, say." Uh huh. So he does. Uh, yeah, he sings with Rin. Yeah, says, um, Rin, you have to come too. And that's that's it. That's it. That's all three. Yeah. Um, then there was another big revelation. Was it the was, wizard with the X cards? Yes. There were three big revelations. But all of them were more questions than answers. Uh-huh. Yeah, there was the the, the wizard with the X cards, the Kemi. Uh, he might have known Hopper One as a kid. Um, well, I, I guess, yeah, the wizard with the X cards. I feel like there was a third revelation that I'm just forgetting. Those are the big two I'm thinking of. Sure. Um, I don't know why I thought three, but me neither. But it seems like we're in a good place. We're in, we're in a good place. We've got a good. We've got a lot of questions, not a lot of answers, and not a lot of room to speculate. Uh huh. Like I have no idea what that wizard thing is. I can't speculate on what it is. Yeah, that was literally the first time you've ever seen it. Maybe that's Ichinose's dad. Maybe that's Ichinose's Um Just about as much chance as anyone else. Ichinose knowing about Kemi's before and having his memory wiped makes perfect sense. Um, I'd really, I'd really like it if Kajiki learned that he also has known Kemi's for a really long time and uh-huh. could transform. Um, I just need some cut justice for Kajiki. Give something to my boy, um, man. And I also like. I guess I'm going to present my hopes because we have questions more than answers. Um, Great hope. I hope it keeps continuing this way. I really hope that at the end of the show, Sabamaru has the Dread Driver back and is in full control of it. That'd be cool. Like he he gets to redeem it and just be Dread. Um, and I hope while I while I hope Rin is the is the main second rider, I do hope that Kajiki also like I just don't know why he's in the show. Uh-huh. Like what are you even doing here, bud? So I hope he gets a driver and the ability and such. I agree. And like such as. So those are my hopes for uh Gotcha Around, but I'm really enjoying it. Um you know Geats and Revice in very different ways had such explosive beginnings that I was kind of hooked right from Right from the very beginning. Uh-huh. Yeah, this this is more of a as much as it can be a slow burn. Yeah, yeah. This has been this has been a really slow burn. 
And I know in by the end of the first 10 episodes, I was kind of being turned off. But now, especially these five episodes, I'm really enjoying them. Like, my enjoyment level is pretty high. Yeah. If I were to give the show, and maybe this is something we could do, just to kind of track where we are. But, like, give it, like, progressive ratings. Uh-huh. Like, because I'd say it started at, like, kind of a four. Or maybe it started more of, like, a, a six. And kind of by the end of episode ten, it was down to a four. Mm-hmm. And then like episode twelve, it's up to like a seven, and I'd say it's up like an eight, eight point five right now. Yeah, I'd say somewhere around there. Um, if I was like kind of, you know, we're not rating episode by episode, but the general vibe, the general vibe, yeah, yeah. It, it, I think it's 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 really high right now. Um, yeah, I feel like some of the revelations we're getting are making the earlier episodes better. Yeah, yeah, I think it's making them better. I don't. I still don't know if I'd want to go back and like watch through them again. No, no. I I mean, there's so many other shows I could watch. Yes. Um, I I've been considering rewatching Geats lately, so I can't say that. But that's different. That's Geats. Yeah, it was. But yeah, I'm really enjoying it right now. Um, it I, it does not quite hit the highs of a reviser Geats for me. Um, but it's definitely it's chugging along really well. Yeah, it's a watch. It's a watch. Um, I have a feeling if I was still on Toku Twitter, I bet they're not as happy about it. But they really hate anything that's happy and fun. That's a bummer. It, it really is. A, it really is a bummer. They're like, "Ooh, it should be dark and realistic." I'm like, "Why do you watch Toku? What Toku is dark and realistic? Even Goro, the like dark and realistic one, is like really happy where everyone wins in the end." Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Um. So yeah, I don't know. But there are ways to be engaging that aren't gritty. Like life is life is dark and realistic enough. Yeah. So yeah, um, we're we're in a real upward trend right now. I'm hoping we continue. Um, I didn't watch the next time on Gotchard or whatever, so I don't know what what's next. I did, but I don't remember. Oh well, that's good. So it wasn't much. Some action, some general action, some fighting. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping we get into kind of a um, loop, like kind of like a gameplay loop, a time loop, where we get where we get the where we're at a pretty steady pace. Every like three to five episodes, we're getting an answer to our questions, but that answer is leading to more questions. Uh-huh. Kind of a deal. Also, a boss fight. Yeah. Well, there's gonna be a boss fight. It's all boss fights. I would say. I would say near. Probably near the mid twenties episodes, in about ten episodes, there'll be a big like, like the first Common uh, Rider Vision f- fighting geats, like the first big uh-huh. boss fight. That'd be fun. Those Vision and Gazer suits are so cool. They are. They're so cool. I for a while I was like, I don't like them. They don't have weapons, but I really do like them. They're the weapons. Yeah, and well, and the remote eyeball thingies. Mm-hmm. That certainly doesn't. It would take me out. Yes, but I'm pretty flimsy. The other day, my son pushed me out of his bed, and I landed on my knee a little hard, and had to wear a knee brace the whole next day. So oh. I don't think it'd take too much. Uh, after we did this podcast two weeks ago, I guess I had hunched so much, and when I went and laid on my bed, like I hadn't stretched out my back properly enough, and I tried to lift myself up with my legs to get something out from under me. And I threw my back out for several days. Oh, no. <laughs> it like, was exceedingly painful. And all I did, because, like, you know when something's under you and you, so you like, lift up your uh-huh. 
I, I all I did, and it hurt so bad. Oh, like, no. My wife was like, "What is going on?" I'm like, I'm "Okay, I just need to. I can't move my back right now." And you just don't realize how much is dependent upon that. Yes, it's true. So yeah, for several days, I was like, "I need to stay on my right now." Now, All that to say, we're not common writers, people. <laughs> we are not. If there was ever any doubt. If, if you ever thought Chance and Cameron could be common writers, no. Be a lot cooler if we could. It's true. Maybe we should take the training. But that's all I've got right now. I think that's um, all that I've got. I mean, follow us on Instagram at Hinch and Fever, I think. Let me see exactly what it is. This is embarrassing. So embarrassing. A Hinch and Dot Fever. Henshin dot fever. Um, yeah, follow us at, at Henshin dot fever on Instagram. Um, tell us all about your. Um, what are you thinking? How are you liking Gotchard? Um, are people on Twitter being really positive about it? I won't believe you if you say yes. <laughs> I feel like seeing the people on Instagram, they're not so much. Yeah, especially the UFO X suit. They're like, this is the dumbest thing. What even is this show? If you listen, I don't think it's cool. I think it's real dumb. But if you don't kind of love it for that, I don't know why you're watching Toku. Probably the most beloved season of this show is about samurais who are part of dance crews that dance for turf who wear armor made out of fruit. Yeah, I don't think we're allowed to point fingers. Like, and if you're like, God, I'm so cool, but a UFO suit, I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> What are you? The problem is you. <laughs> you, you. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. Um, but yes, you can reach out to us in those ways. We'd love to hear from you. Um, but as I said, I think that's all that we've got. So yeah. at Hinch and Fever, we're just reminding you. Don't change for anyone. Change for yourself. Hinch. That was a bad snap. Henshin. 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 That was a good one.